Cruise FM presents The Locker Room with Lachlan Cross, Grant Johnson, and James P. White. For Arden Roof Systems, there's more to your roof than just shingles. You gotta come on. Hello. Boom, 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 boom. Come on! Bang, 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 bang. Here we go. Good morning, crap. Good morning. I'm actually gonna go to um, yesterday's show and grab a clip where I commented on finding out about Jimmy's exploits after an event. Yeah, I believe you said we, we always hear the stories eventually. Yeah, he like might not Jimmy divulge. Might, he might try to hide them or play yeah. it down, but eventually people tell us yeah. things. And I knew yesterday when we were talking about it by the look on his face that something had happened. Yeah. And then a couple of things came out of the woodwork yesterday after the show. <laughs> Um, so we'll get to that. We should probably deal with that right after six. Yes. We have put together a little promotion revolving around Bert Kreischer's The Machine. Mm-hmm. And we're going to be um, going to that movie with some locker room listeners on Thursday night at the Landmark City Center yeah. Cinemas. And we're going with Mel, who knows, who's actually friends with Bert Kreischer. Mel from Dark Side of the Grill. Yes. So, if you would like to join us, you can start now. Text us your shirtless photos, okay? <laughs> we'll pick the best one towards the end of the show, and um, you'll be going to the uh, to the movie with us. 780-989-0957. You're in the locker room on 95.7 Cruise FM. Previously on the locker room. I don't even ask him because he never knows. He won't and he tell. he won't tell us anyway. So but we just it, wait for somebody to tell us about by it. By Wednesday, we'll run into somebody. I'll be at the lineup at Tim Hortons, mm-hmm. and somebody will go, hey, Lock in the middle of the night, I saw Jimmy with his pants on his head running down the yellow head yeah. with an ostrich chasing him. <laughs> so I got two stories for you okay. about our little buddy James P. White. That was from yesterday's show where I was saying, yeah. we haven't heard anything about what happened after we left Pure Casino and the hall party finished up. That's what I was going to say. We left the hall party Friday night. You and I left at about midnight. Yeah. Jimmy was in the back with the band at the time. And when we left, very intoxicated. And we just kind of, yeah, figure it out. Yeah. Let's go. So Jimmy quite often, like we've talked about the Jimmy bubble. And he will even admit that that's a thing. You live in a little like world that is isolated from the rest of the, uh, of mankind. Yeah. Yeah. You you have an existence that is separate from the rest of the world. Yeah. Right. And your connection to it quite often is us. And your lack of self-awareness is refreshing on some level for me. But not only self-awareness, but in the case of, like, the hall party, I may not remember uh, said events. Yes. So... We have a video that you can go watch, Mm -hmm. which is pretty fun, actually, and Jimmy did a good job of piecing it together, of Jimmy on stage with rat poison towards the end of of the night at the hall party. Yeah. And um, I told him, I said, I got a bunch of video of you, because people were sending it to me. Grant did some video. I did some video. Mm -hmm. I said, we should put together a, a little video. When we meet on Monday, I'll give you everything I got on my phone, and then on Monday, you can go home, you piece it together, and we'll use that for our pre-show post. Every morning, I send out a quick little note on all of our social media that says, here's what's happening on the show today. So I said, I want that for the pre-show post. 
So Jimmy's like, yep, no problem. So he calls me yesterday afternoon and he goes, I got got the video. I'm going to send it over to you. So have a look at it. Let me know what you think. Mm -hmm. And then there's a little pause and I'm like, everything okay? He goes, yeah, I was really drunk. There's a couple of parts in the video, and you'll see it, where I'm barely standing. Like the like the guitar player is basically just, holding me up by the guitar strap. Yeah. I, I love how Jimmy <laughs> stumbles in and swears in, and then he looks back at him. Like you were angry at him in that clip. But I love how guitar player. I love how it took video evidence to prove to him that he might have been drunk on Friday night. <laughs> Well, at one point, I thought you were wearing high heels. By the way, you were walking. You were kind of shuffling. That You know when like a woman gets really uncomfortable in her high heels and she's yeah. kind of shuffling the feet? Yeah. That's how you were walking. Well, and then the other thing that is quite surprising is that a friend of ours who rightfully so got asked to leave early yeah. um, was drunk and the midget got left alone <laughs> yeah they kind of looked at him and went like oh, we can't really kick him out so here's the thing um there was a story and jimmy may not remember this but apparently at the end of the night you left the casino and you fell and passed out face down face down right in the front of the building i don't think i passed out you, you couldn't get up and you were lying down on the ground um long enough to be noticed by a couple of our co-workers who you're a heavy little bastard took two or three of them to get you up i was gonna say our 100 pound <laughs> former sales manager had to pick you up and lift you into an uber <laughs> yeah i saw that so again any other stories from friday night you want to share about jimmy He's piecing it together as well, <laughs> as well as us. You're in the locker room with Lachlan Cross, Grant Johnson, and James White. 95.7 Cruise FM. Is this fairly new, Grant? Yeah, so I remember them talking about it, and then they kind of rolled it out and, and didn't say anything, so it's there. Um, but AI DJ, it's on Spotify. We're all on Spotify. Yeah. So what we did last night, well, here's just an example of it. Rotation, going back into your history for songs you used to love, and I'm always on the lookout That's for a robot. stuff too, just to push your boundaries a little bit. I'm gonna come back every few songs to change up the vibe. But if you're ever not feeling the music, there's gonna be a DJ button at the bottom. Okay, so, so it's literally like a, it's a, it's a artificial intelligence. It looks through everything you've listened to and comes up with a radio a show for you. Yeah. And then every few songs, he comes on, and it's supposed to be like an old school DJ, radio DJ. And he comes on and talks about the song and, and everything. So so if you just type in um, AI DJ into your Spotify in the search function, it's it'll there. pop up yeah. if, if you're curious about it. So what we did last night is we wanted to see if it actually had any idea of what we liked. So um, we did a little project. Grant, Jimmy, and I all hit it and we wrote down the first song that it gave us yeah it was okay ai dj is here you would expect it to want to make an impact on you right away and it would pick the like a banger right away like yeah grant's favorite song yeah no <laughs> it chose morgan wallen for me the first song so i hate morgan wallen i don't even know who he is he is like 
is the epitome of like pop country douchebag. Okay. Like he is just oh he's awful. He's such a an a-hole and like his music sucks. Don't don't sugarcoat it, Grant. Say how oh, you feel. Oh, he's the worst. So a- AI DJ did not work well That's for they, Grant. They, Morgan Wallen, first song. Come on. Now Jimmy, this one's interesting. Um Jimmy hit it and this was the first song that he got. This actually proves a theory of mine that Jimmy might be an alien. What is this? It's called Alien Vacation. <laughs> and it's I've never listened to that before. <laughs> I've never listened to Morgan Wallen on my Spotify. So I have a theory because this all is little what people it chose for Jimmy. All little people look the same. I think they're an alien race. Yeah. And we don't look the same. Okay. <laughs> A lot of people thought that, uh, what's her name from Little People Big World was at the Hall Party Friday. (laughs) All right, so here's what we're going to do. Mine's interesting because I actually really like this band. Mm -hmm. Um, And we're going to play that band next. So, AI DJ on Spotify. Um, prove that Jimmy is of an alien race. Mm-hmm. Uh, prove that Grant loves douchebag country. <laughs> um, and this was actually the first song that it popped up for for mine. And I actually like these guys. Rain Wolf. Hmm. Jordan Cook. I think he's a Sasky boy, isn't he? It sounds familiar, yeah. We'll play this tune, actually. It's a good tune. Yeah, look him up. Look up Jordan Cook. The Locker Room on 95.7 Cruise FM. You're an A&W guy, right? You, I, you, you like the breakfast. I like A&W. I like the breakfast. Uh, I think they got some of the better burgers. Yeah. My wife likes A&W, and I've always sort of been attributed to because her dad, when they were younger and they were on summer vacations, they would always hit like A&W. So it brings back these memories yeah, that, for her. Yeah, I think a lot of people have memories. I feel like... Ladies love A and W. Okay, I don't know why every every lady See, that I know seems to like. It's not a first their, choice for me. It never has been. That's their preferred uh, fast food. Yeah, like I'll go to McDonald's for coffee and an egger, mm-hmm. right? Or, um, it, but if if the drive throughs closed at four o'clock in the morning, I'll begrudgingly yeah. go over to A and W. A and W also sells burgers around the clock. That's so right. You can go at like six in the morning if you want a, a burger. You can get a burger. Are you an A and W? I don't even know why we ask. because yeah, something I, weird will come out of they, that. In the eighties, no, they I've voted never, for I've some. I've never had an A and W burger. They didn't use Tabor beef. And... I'm a fan of the bacon, like the bacon and agar. Okay. In comparison to the, but the, what about the whole McDonald's one? Like. Oh, they're burgers. I'm I'm a fan of the teen burger and the 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 uncle burger is my favorite though. The uncle, uncle. burger. Okay, huh. all right. Never had an uncle because the seasoning that they put on the burgers is pretty pretty tasty. I always make sure I have a root beer when I go because I mm-hmm. do. I'm you not a to. pop guy, but I've always sort of felt like okay, if we're hitting A and W, and this is what'll happen in my with with in my house, right? Is the wife would want to on road trips hit A and W, so I would occasionally get, you know, I would go through an A and W, and this year they're doing frozen. Have you seen this? No, they're doing frozen root beers. Okay, there's a couple of different options, but 
I just thought I'd throw the it frozen out frozen root beer. Yeah. See, uh... I do like the uh, the root beer floats they have there. So okay, I've never had the float. A frozen root beer. I guess it'd just be like a slush. That would be tasty. Yeah, or, like, like when we guy. were kids, that the big thing that we were a fan of is you go in and you have the frosted mug with the with the root beer. Yeah, yeah they still do that. They still do that. I'm yeah. sure they still do oh, that. Oh yeah, yeah, definitely. The, the, the root beer is good. I, I will give them that. Obviously, mm-hmm. they're kind of known for it. But. I'm always weirded out when I go to A and W with somebody and they order a Coke. You gotta order the. We're at A and W. Nobody orders root beer, Coke here. Yeah, you what do you do? Yeah. Yourself yeah, root those, beer. Don't trust those people. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I thought I'd pass it along. If you're an A and W fan, they're they're trying something new this year for for the summer months. Cruise news. Danielle Smith and the UCP will once again form government after winning the provincial election. In her victory speech, Smith pledged to oppose policies from the nation's capital. Did they have her singing again? <laughs> that the premier says would harm the provincial economy. The majority win for the UCP was called just after 11 p.m. with the UCP leading at that time in 50 ridings. The NDP ahead in 37. Several UCP cabinet ministers lost their races last night, including Casey Maddow in Edmonton Southwest, the health minister Jason Copping in Calgary, and uh, this one is going to get a recount, but uh, Tyler Shandro lost his seat by four votes in Calgary. He'll be missed. Um, so they're probably going to do a recount on that one. Because of that, the UCP is likely to have more rural representation in cabinet than last term. Uh, for Rachel Notley, she conceded the loss but did not step down as NDP leader. She will now form the largest opposition in the party's history. Not that anybody gives two flying about my opinion about what happened last night. I'm aware of that. Yeah. Um, And I am not a pundit, but I have a three-prong theory as to what went wrong. Or what happened, okay? Mm -hmm. Wrong might be the wrong way of suggesting it. One, okay, Daniel Smith isn't crazy, and she's the best person for the job, and everything is going to be okay. 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 Two... We are so against traditional politics, mainstream ideas, that we're so turned off by it. And I think the NDP Mm -hmm. sits in most people's minds as the mainstream, the safe vote, Mm -hmm. that we took a chance on crazy. (laughs) Right? See what happens. Or three, the number one concern for most people is the cost of living. And I think a lot of people stepped up behind that ballot box with the concern that their lives are going to get more expensive with an NDP government again. I, I, and you Which know what? kind of crazy, though, because things have gotten more expensive because of some of the things UCP, like removing caps on insurance. And Most people don't think that way. Most people think that the NDP are the reason why, right? That, yeah. I think that's the majority. I, I'm just... I'm. This isn't my opinion, Grant. This is I'm trying to come up with a reason Reasons, as to what yeah. happened because there's a lot of people probably going, what went wrong or what happened, right? So if that's your number one concern, maybe you take a chance on the ivermectin popping premiere, <laughs> right? <laughs> <laughs> Am I wrong? Yeah. I think that's what we're dealing with. And, and I said this yesterday. I said a lot of people do not separate Rachel... And Justin Trudeau. They yeah. think of them as one in the same. Oh, and there's 100%. so much hatred for the liberals and what they're doing and 
and how they're doing it that I think that might have been part of the reason why Rachel is going to be sitting on the sidelines again. Yeah. Anyway, we can move on. You're in the locker room with Lachlan Cross, Grant Johnson, and James White. 95.7 Cruise FM. Story time with Locke. Okay. So... I took a job in Winnipeg back in 2000, mm-hmm. and um, I worked with this guy. He was he was my boss. He hired me as his music director, and he was there for a couple of years. And then I took over the radio station, and and he moved on. And we still keep in touch. Actually, I talked to him not too long ago, and he's a good guy. Um. And shortly after getting to know him and getting comfortable with him, I started to make fun of him because of his breath. Okay. It's a bad breath, huh? He had ass face. <laughs> and the certain med- some, medical definition. Some days were worse than others, but he could fill a room, right? Yeah. Um and and he Phoned me a couple of years, well, it was quite a few years ago now, like five or six years ago. We worked from 2002 to 2003, so only like three years. And I've run into him occasionally every once in a while. And he had something wrong with his pancreas, and they they removed it. Mm -hmm. And his breath cleared up. He... Legitimately had halitosis because this organ was not working properly in his body. Yeah. And there's somebody that we know now, and, and I'm getting to know them a little bit more. And Jimmy knows him, and you know him, and I mm-hmm. know him. And this guy has the same breath. And I said to Jimmy, because now it's a couple of times I've noticed it. Mm-hmm. I said to Jimmy, I said, you know him better than I do. You need to bring up this to him. And I know for a fact that he won't because it's Jimmy and Jimmy will never want to. And it's also kind of. Well, it would be like Jimmy's known for bad breath and bad smell. Could you imagine if could you imagine like, if Jimmy sat you down to have a conversation with you about would, your smell? And would be, it, me. Me talking to this person about their breath take, would be me talking like me talking about smelly you. bird out of the picture. Okay, he would never do it. I would he's, never do that. He's either. not wired. Most people I, wouldn't. Yeah, I wouldn't do that either, unless it was someone like you're really comfortable with. Like I can be like Jimmy, you are ripe today. Because am I? No, I was just saying oh. that. I was like, okay, so I just got here. No, because yeah, because. You know, you don't. This know is a medical how, thing, but you don't know how someone's going to react it's, when I you say. I think it's it. a medical thing. But you used to say the same thing about Jimmy, and he he cleared up his ass face pretty good. Because like, Jimmy no, used to. Jimmy have, was it was not medical. You used to say it was because you used to bring this exact story up about Jimmy's telling. Yeah, no, you used no, to, yeah, you need to I go never and, thought. Used, yes, I never thought did. his pancreas. Was, oh, you full of. You did. used to we tell had him to go to the exact same all the break time. dealing with me. You need to go get your pancreas. No, checked. I think you need to go to the doctor for a variety of reasons, <laughs> not because of your pancreas, not because of your bad breath. Like your your lack of attention to uh, basic hygiene is the reason why you smell yeah, on a fairly regular basis. You do, but, but because we've you, shamed you for your years. Your breath is better. 
the yeah. other areas of your life are still. <laughs> oh, s- speaking of shaming me, I do need to thank you because trying you're desperately trying to say. Listen, here's the thing. This is the question that I wanted to bring up. Like this guy needs to be told that there might be a medical reason why he is he's ass face. Like I mean, it is bad. Like I can't be around the guy. <laughs> like I almost said something to him. Like honestly, yeah, you can do it. I think you could get do away with saying it. Do you think I could say something I to this guy? I think you could. I think he would get really defensive and try to deflect. But I, I think, think you this, could. This guy's also sensitive too. Mm-hmm. Like that's the one that's thing why that I, I think picked you, up on it. You could say Jimmy's too close to him. It might ruin their friendship. Where you can, it doesn't matter. The thing is, this is why I wanted to bring it up. I think we're in dangerous times right now because there is a real lack of honesty in the world that we live in. Mm -hmm. People go out of their way to avoid conflict or avoid tough conversations. You should want to know if if your breath is that bad. That's what I'm saying. You should want but to know. But that's not the world we live in. Here, though. That's not the world we live in, Grant. Yeah. The world we live in is, well, we'll just not say anything, and hopefully he doesn't come around very often. <laughs> just hold your breath when he talks <laughs> to you. See, it's not an easy thing to hear, but you would want to hear it, because then you could maybe do something to fix it. Like, if it's un- you don't want people being grossed out around you or whatever. Jimmy and I have like this brother kind of relationship. So if he comes in and he doesn't smell good or we've got like we got an event, like we got to go after work, we have to go somewhere. I'll like wait till yeah, I get a moment and then I'll close the door and I'll go, "Jimmy, you got to deal with your breath, dude. We got to mm-hmm. go meet a client, right? And I can't have you melting their clothing." <laughs> Right, yeah. and you've, and, you've, and you always thank me. You, I mean, yeah. it stings you, occasionally. You've t- told, me, hey, dude, you got bo issues. Can you change your shirt? Throw in some deodorant. Yeah, yeah. and change to your Jimmy's, underwear. Go boil your. Maybe to, to Jimmy's credit, he he has a backpack full of supplies. He's learned to accept it, and yeah, and and so that we have that relationship. Gets I, his washing stick out, and Jimmy doesn't necessarily. Um, have that relationship with this individual well, because I said to you, you need to tell him about this. That it might be a medical thing. Lizotte might be onto something here, though. For Jimmy, it's always nice to have someone who is smelling worse than you around. So if this person continues to have terrible breath, Jimmy's suddenly not the worst smelling man in the room. No, I usually don't <laughs> smell. You've never said anything to this guy? No. I just don't know how, because I'm not, uh, I, yeah, I just don't know how, like it's kind of. I think it's medical. I th- I think what he's, because I, I mentioned it to somebody else that knows him, and I said, dude, what's up with so-and-so? He's got ass face, like every time I'm around him it is. It's been like that for as long as I've known him. I'm like, what the, well, maybe it is, a, maybe it's a medical thing. Maybe like literally, yeah. and it smells so much like my old boss that I was I was triggered immediately, like because I remember that smell, I, and I and I remember yeah. when he called me and said I fixed my halitosis. Yeah. Anyway, I think you I should, think do you it, should say something. I think you should. As a friend, Just for pure entertainment for us, <laughs> you should say something. Grand, you're not helping. <laughs> You're not helping, Grant. <laughs> anyway, 
Let us know how it goes. You're in the locker room on 95.7 Cruise FM. What's his name? Ralph from The Rock. This ties into the conversation Hello. we were just having about Ralph. a friend of ours that uh, that has major like bad breath issues. Mm-hmm. Ralph, what happened to you in high school? So I I didn't know this until I was in like my first year of college. But apparently, people always thought I had like a bad bo problem, and I and I didn't know. And when I was told, I was like nineteen, going on twenty, and I like I confronted my brothers, like like why didn't someone say anything? Uh, so I was like uh, like ashamed and humiliated because basically it was just a conversation, constantly behind your back, behind your back. People were talking about your smell. Yeah, yeah. So, but yeah, exactly. So all these people were talking on my back, and like especially girls, right? And mm-hmm. like I I I would have appreciated a difficult conversation when I was like 15 than finding out after the fact when I was 19, right? Yeah, this guy with the breath. And see, the thing, yeah. It's been going he, on for if, years. And see, if, if he does have like uh, aspirates, there probably is uh, a health issue because yeah. my, my late wife had kidney issues and if there's something wrong with your organs, you could have like a bad bo or bad breast. Yeah, there's a lot of ways. There's a lot of ways. It's like kind of like early warning system, but people don't know. Yeah, exactly. Like, like, like some people have yellow eyes. Oh, you might want to get checked out. This jaundice. Well, that's like kidney issues, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. So right. So yeah, I my advice is it would be an awkward conversation, but I Do I would tell him because best case scenario, he goes to his check and find out he's pancreas or his kidney or his liver or something wrong, and it might end up saving his life. Yeah, that's right. There you go. Jimmy, yeah. if you don't talk to him, he's going to die. If he dies, it's on you, Jimmy. Yeah. Have a good day, guys. <laughs> See you, Ralph. Thanks, Ralph. Locker Room presents the Grant Report for JT's Bar and Grill, where good people come to enjoy the best food and drinks with other good people. Now, Grant Johnson. Alberta has spoken. And with the votes being counted, Danielle, no questions please, Smith, uh, will be premier for another four years. Well, it'll be her first four years. But one of the big surprises of the night was when the NDP was actually leading in Tabor for a portion of the night. That was eventually corrected, though, with the UCP candidate, who was handpicked by Tabor's Lord and Savior, Preston Manning, eventually taking back the lead. Now, after last night's win, Danielle Smith's mandate is clear. She needs to drive to Ottawa and put Justin Trudeau in a headlock until he agrees to get rid of the carbon tax. That's all she needs to do now. Oh, and if she has time, she can ram her Dodge Ram into a few windmills and knock them over on the way. We all know the previous premier, Jason Randy Kenny, celebrated his first win with uh, some Jameson. I'm not sure what Danielle Smith will be celebrating with today, but I do feel like she's a tequila lady, so... Congratulations, Danielle. Enjoy some tequila today. The Grant Report is brought to you by BOGO Tuesday at Edmonton Glory Hole Tours. Buy one, get one. Bring a friend today. Book at Edmonton or TaborGloryHoleTours.com. You're in the locker room. 
on 95.7 Cruise FM. So the conversation about someone we know that has really bad breath and had to tell him, and we think Jimmy should have to tell him, has led to somebody requesting me to call their boyfriend to mm-hmm. tell them that he needs to wash his junk better. Yes. So you'll be doing that. No, I don't think I need to do that. This could be a service you provide. No, I'm no. You phone to get people out of gym memberships and to tell people to wash their junk. <laughs> like you, you change as people's much lives. As, as much as I can be that guy, mm-hmm. I don't know if it's my place to phone up some dude who's never. The thing <laughs> is, you have to have a relationship with these people. Yeah, you do. Right? Like, if you're gonna have that kind of honesty, I am all about honesty. Mm-hmm. But it it can seem a little misplaced. If the guy from the local radio station calls you, <laughs> calls you to tell you to wash your junk. Listen, Jerry. Listen, you got you a real smell enough, coming from there. You're spending enough time. You're going to want to get in there. Use a sponge or something. Loofah. <laughs> I'm not doing that. You're in the locker room with Lachlan Cross, Grant Johnson, and James White. 95.7 Cruise FM. Hey, we're calling Mel, dark side of the grill. Hey, boss man, how you doing? Good. Mel gives us our barbecue tips every couple of weeks, brought to you by Backyard Grills up in St. Albert. Mel, you're in town right now, right? I am so. Yes, I am. And you're up. This is early for you. This is early for me. You know what? I was teeing this up for a Zoom. I was going to do the whole show. (laughs) (laughs) Did you tell people what this was about? We have talked about it, like that we need pictures sent in shirtless if you want to join us for the machine on on Thursday. I was going to do the whole thing where I was going to shotgun a beer, take my shirt off, and tell everybody when I was 22, I joined the Russian Mafia. (laughs) (laughs) Well, we did have some concern from the female side of the audience suggesting that we were um, eliciting porn, and then so we had to come up with an alternative for the for the ladies so um what we're suggesting is if the ladies would like to qualify they send us a picture of their feet and that doesn't <laughs> that doesn't necessarily tie into a uh, jimmy fetish yeah, it's at all kind of just for jimmy but yeah he's gonna That's rebuild right, this database <sighs> yeah <laughs> you know you know what guys we are gonna have so much fun I'm looking forward to it. I really want to see this movie. It's supposed to be a decent movie. And and I like he's a nice guy. Like I love Bert. I love his comedy and I from what I've seen the trailer looks really funny. I I think this is actually going to be something worth going to. You have to understand for me Luke Skywalker is his father. So mm-hmm. That that alone is going to be quite quite something. But yeah, he, he, from what I understand, they put a ton into this. He did a lot of his own stunts and stuff, so it's it's going to be absolutely deadly. <laughs> this is Mark Hamill's first acting role since Star Wars. So <laughs> it's going to be so good. So good. You know what I want to know because you're friends with Bert. If you get it, the next time you're cooking barbecue for him, you have to ask him how the whole Mark Hamill thing came about. Oh, you better believe it. This, yeah, I, I also have like a Luke Skywalker figure that needs to be autographed, so you better believe it's coming up. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because <laughs> that one surprised me. I just It came out of the blue, but it's smart. It's smart on his part that he grabbed Mark. The thing is, with the comedians, like they have such a tight-knit group of people. They all kind of know each other. They're all in the middle of doing things, and when they have their parties, the people that show up are like, I'd imagine it would be like hanging out with an idol for him, and all of a sudden now it's his father figure, right? 
it's just super cool. Yeah, super cool. it was a great idea. So if you're just piecing this together, this is Mel from Dark Side of the Grill. He's going to be joining us on Thursday. We're giving away a pair of passes today, tomorrow, and Thursday to join the locker room for a showing of the machine. It's only showing at one theater in town, too, so the landmark at City Center. So what we need you to do is text us a picture, 780-989-0957, um, of you shirtless, if you're a dude or if you're a female, a picture of your feet. All right. So again, send that to seven eight zero nine eight nine zero nine five seven. We'll come up with a, a like a pregame plan too, Mel. Oh, you better believe it. It's going to be a party, ladies and gentlemen. You're not going to want to miss this. 95.7. To show your ID, Goose Hummock Golf Resort is located just three kilometers north of Gibbons. See GooseHummock.com for more info. Come and experience the goose. Cruise roads and weather. All right, nothing going on with traffic right now. If you see anything, 780-989-0957. We have got 14 degrees, 24 is the high, showers, thunderstorms possibility. That's part of the forecast right through till uh, Friday looking a bit better. And then the weekend looks like it's going to be warm. 25 on Saturday, 28 on Sunday. Maybe a little premature to be looking that far in advance, but uh, we will do it. Coming up Thursday, a chance to see the machine. Burt Kreischer's movie in theaters with the locker room and Mel from Dark Side of the Grill. You need to send us a picture of you topless, 780-989-0957. If you're a man. And if you're a female, we'll take a picture of your feet. All right? We'll keep those away from Jimmy if you're worried. Yeah, I wouldn't want people. I wouldn't want to know that what he's doing with that. Yeah, yeah. I don't do I don't anything with feet. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, um, yeah. So set, and we did get one, right? We've got a few here. Yeah. Is he worthy? Uh, there, there's a few that are worthy. Yeah. All right. You're in the locker room on 95.7 Cruise FM. I have made comments in the past about CanCon. Can we explain CanCon to everybody? Content. What is it? 41% of all the music we play. 40% of all the music we play on this radio station has to be Canadian. Yes. That can be Canadian artists. There's different factors that go into that. Maple. Who wrote it? Music, artist, producer, lyrics. Yeah. So you have to have two of the four to qualify. And again, yeah, your overall play Mm -hmm. over a certain period of time has to be 40%. So... It's an ongoing calculation on the radio stations, and it's a condition of license. So Mm -hmm. we got a license to broadcast this signal, 95.7, Cruise FM, and one of them is, one of the requirements is we have to play 40% Canadian music. Now, I have commented negatively in the past about CanCon, and the reason why you will not hear people in radio make negative comments about CanCon is because of the tweet that I got yesterday. Um, I got a tweet, and it was, I was tagged in an ongoing conversation about something Canadian. doesn't matter what it was, but this woman said, that's the one reason why I was disappointed in Lachlan Cross dismissing CanCon and berating it as a hindrance to Canadian culture. I'm old enough to remember the before CanCon years. Canadians saw our culture as inferior to the U.S. And uh, we played second fiddle to American culture everywhere. Now, she completely misinterpreted what I said Mm -hmm. and took everything I said completely out of context. I have never once said that I don't like Canadian music. I said I don't like being told what we should play. Mm -hmm. I don't think it's... 
beneficial to what we do, and I don't think it's actually helping Canadian artists anymore. I said I think it's become antiquated. On paper, it's the sort of thing that looks good. Yes. Oh, give Canadian artists an opportunity. It Perfect. works against them, in but my it actually, opinion. I think it does, yeah. We do this weird thing in Canada where, like, if something gets popular or it's, we're being forced, we, we have a hard time with our own Canadian stuff where we dismiss it as less than. or So if we hear, oh, we... But we've done it to ourselves. Yeah. Okay, and, and I've said this to people before. The If we do music tests, right, we'll yeah. take 1,000 songs, 750 songs, and we say, what do you think of those songs? Okay? The worst testing music is the Canadian music. Always. Every test. I've been doing this for years. In rock and roll, and maybe it's different in other formats... The worst testing music on our radio station is always Canadian. Why? Because we jam it up your ass all day. Sick of it. Yeah. We have overplayed Canadian music in this country, and the audience is, and the audience will tell you, no, no, I love Canadian music. But then when you actually sit them down and you go, okay, in the privacy of your own home, be honest with me, tell me what you think of this. Mm-hmm. They're going to judge the music that's international higher than Canadian music. We did it to ourselves. Okay, it's not your fault. You want to love Canadian music, but you'll be honest with us when you're not in a room full of people with a drink in your hand, <laughs> right? Yeah, because you want your friends to think that you love Canadian music and you love Canadian culture. But in actual fact, if you hear another Harlequin song, you're going to drive into a wall, <laughs> right? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And so, my comments about CanCon. You don't hear people in radio talk about it. But mm-hmm. behind the scenes, when we talk about Canadian music, we talk about it as a hindrance to our playlists. To the radio station. To the radio whole. station. So anyway, I told this person on Twitter that I was going to talk about this and maybe try to, because this conversation is an easy and 140 character tweet mm-hmm. to have with somebody. I love Canadian music. Some of my favorite bands are Canadian bands. You're a huge Tragically Hip fan. I'm a massive Tragically Hip fan. Okay. And I think we should play Canadian music. I just think we should play the amount of music that we think is beneficial to the playlist and how we want to sound. I don't think government should be mandating how much we play. And I think we're at a point now where we're exposed to so many different services and so much other content now Mm -hmm. that it's unfair to make terrestrial radio play a certain percentage when you don't make anybody else do it. It's unfair, right? And now what you've done is you're also handicapping radio as a whole. Mm -hmm. So now you got streaming services and you got satellite and you got all these other services that do not or not required to present a certain percentage of CanCon, right? Yeah. Here's another way of looking at it. Not that we need to make this any longer. But if you're in a business and you're selling something, would you want the government to force you to ma- mand- like mandate that you sell a certain percentage of CanCon? Mm-hmm. A Canadian like car company. doesn't matter. I do- shirts. What about uh, Mike? Anything. Mike brought up the CFL. Do you think they should get rid of the Canadian ratio? ratio? <sighs> Where a certain amount of players on the field at any given time have to be Canadian? I think they should. I think they should. I think they should just the best players play. If you're Canadian and you're worthy of being on the field, then you've earned it. Then you get to play. Yeah. Yeah. I, again, I'm proud of this country. I'm proud of our culture. I'm proud of what we create. I am. 
But when you mandate it, we you know what it is? You mentioned it. We have the the one thing that we do in Canada, and, and I think we do it every I think it's this is a worldwide problem. We are we are so worried about the perception of things and we're less concerned about the unintended consequences of stuff. Mm-hmm. CanCon was a good idea when it got instituted. And it was probably something that helped Canadian music grow over the years. I'll admit that. Anybody in radio will admit that. It's now working against artists, in my opinion. And I think it needs to go away or it needs to change. I kind of agree with you because it kind of goes with anything. Like, when you're told you have to do something, you stop liking it, right? You've said that. You said that earlier. Yeah. When you're, when you're told you, you have to wear a seatbelt, you don't want to wear a seatbelt. If you're told you, you know, if you're told you're not allowed, you're not allowed to uh, drink right. outside Locke, your you house. here. Locke doesn't wear a seatbelt. <laughs> I wear my seatbelt. Jimmy is but, Mr. Canada mu- Canadian music too. He is. I we love Canadian music. Favorite, his favorite band is like Glass, Glass Tiger. Tiger. What's wrong with Glass Tiger? There's nothing wrong with Glass Tiger. <laughs> anyway, this was a response to a tweet I got last night because I was mis- misrepresented. I don't agree with the regulation. It doesn't mean I'm anti-Canada. Ninety-five-seven <laughs> Cruise FM. We are joined by Danielle from Big Brothers Big Sisters. Danielle, what do you do with the organization? So my role is a volunteer recruitment specialist. Um, so it's my job to help find volunteers to uh, mentor kids, work in our clubs, or uh, volunteer in our clubs. Um, yeah, that's that's basically my position. Not easy to get people to volunteer for this type of thing, is it? No, I think a lot of people are worried about, you know, letting a kid down if they if they can't make it every single week. Yeah. Um, I think coming out of the pandemic, um, people are a little bit um, worried about their time and making sure that they're using their time. So, um, yeah, the need is much higher, but, but we're not seeing the numbers that we used to. Yeah, it's it doesn't have to be as complicated either um, as maybe people think it is. It can be simple things, right? Going to the park, just hanging out with the kids. Absolutely. Going for walks, um, going to see a movie, like things that you would do in your time um, are things that kids would love to do with you. Just bring it along your your little brother or little sister. Yeah, Yeah. that's worth mentioning. You just go about your living your life. You just, you know, you just throw somebody else into the mix and it make a huge difference. How would somebody um, get more information about signing up to be a volunteer with Big Brothers Big Sisters Daniel? Yeah, so the, the simplest thing is to go to our website at bgcbigs.ca. Um, all the information is on there, but we also host a weekly, like, virtual open house. Um, that's a Zoom meeting with myself or, or one of my colleagues um, where if you have any questions, we can go over that. We also, I mean, if you send me an email, my, my email's on there. Um, I can literally make time anytime I meet you for coffee. Like, if, if people are interested in, in being a volunteer and they have more questions, we will, we will help them figure out if it's a good fit for them. So you have quite a wait list, right? Yeah, our, our wait list is about 1,200 right now. Okay, yeah, that's huge. Yeah, yeah. And, and, you know, that's a huge number, but to also give some context, it's about a two- to three-year wait for some of these kids, and that 
can be, you know, um, a really crucial time for some of these kids. And we might be missing that window of like intervention, yeah. uh, positive interventions. All right. Well, listen, um, we wanted to make sure we got the the word out. And again, I kind of get where we're at. I mean, everybody sort of gets where we're at. We're, we're a little bit more, we're a little less involved with the community because of what we just went through. Yeah. So now we're starting to get back to some semblance of normalcy. So it might actually in, include you doing something like working with the Big Brothers Big Sisters. Yes, that would be wonderful. If, if, if we get more people, you think how tough it's been for adults. I mean, kids were away from school, yeah. you know, away from their friends. And um, yeah, they, there's a lot of kids that could really use some extra support. Still feeling the impact of it, right? Yeah, absolutely. Oh, definitely. Danielle, thank you for your time today. Thank you so much. You've been listening to the Locker Room Podcast. No, there's nothing you can do to get rid of that smell. They've tried. Catch the show live weekday mornings on 95.7 Cruise FM. Brought to you by Arden Roof Systems.